New Zealand First Deputy Leader Shane Jones says his party's uh, determined to rebuild the country's pride, resilience, service and unity as we approach 2040, the bicentenary of the signing of Te Tiriti o Waitangi. As part of that, he says voters should have their say on the matter of treaty principles rather than allowing the Waitangi Tribunal to spawn more interpretations. Shane Jones says voters are fed up with the cartoonist sketching of treaty principles and the tribunal needs to be reviewed. Mr Jones is with us now. Kia ora, good morning. Morning. Kia ora, folks. Firstly, you at Rathana got quite a reception and you famously said to the, on the pie that you wanted people to come to Waitangi. Come to Waitangi. Where were you yesterday when, when Rathana came on? No, I had uh, every intention of coming as a part of the uh, government community uh, I didn't want to be a distraction when the King and the leader of the Ratana Church came yesterday. But my challenge at Ratana was in that Māori vein that uh, Ratana is not the place to raise a lot of the issues in my view that was raised there. It's more of a religious um, papa uh, site and I'm looking forward to the interplay and the exchange of ideas and views today because Waitangi is the place where it should be happening. It is the place. Are you expecting... A very robust welcome. And we deserve it. I um, led with my chin during the election campaign that the Waitangi Tribunal, nigh on 50 years old, needs to be reviewed. Uh, Not turned into a tūpāpaku, a corpse, but ensure that it's uh, fit for purpose uh, for its future role. You deserve it. What do you mean you deserve a robust welcome? Look... If you um, run a campaign, and New Zealand First ran a campaign on reviewing the Waitangi Tribunal and wanting to ensure that where there are references to the Treaty of Waitangi principles in legislation, they have specificity and we understand what they, what they actually mean in the context of that legislation. I'm not dumb to the fact lots of hapu and iwi resent those changes, but I went down and campaigned on it, and I don't think people should fear the inevitable discussion. It'll be a mature discussion as to which of those principles in law should remain and what do they mean when they are put into the law. Christopher Luxon has talked about honouring the treaty. How does your government go about doing that, in particular around the issues of participation? Your government's not prepared to do co-governance on public services? How do you, how do you ensure that there is an honouring of the treaty when it comes to Māori participation? Well, I think that there's a very localised issues. For a lot of the hapu from the north, they're very happy as the Minister of Fisheries, for example, that we're going to change the regulations so that hapu at a very local level can solve the problems of kinabarans and go and... And, I, and I'm not being petty when I say this. A lot of the hapu I find, they want local solutions. And for the north, one solution is to overcome the destruction of their marine environment. But the law prevents them from doing it. So we're going to change the regulations for those hapu who have a deep connection with uh, their local coastal environment. So, and, and so that the is an issue of ka- self-determination, uh, ka- is it? Ka- ka- that a, well, that's is, a local response. But that is tino rangatiratanga, right? Well, in my view, when a hapu wants tino rangatiratanga around a marae and its local environment, for example, what we saw up in Taipa, that is them expressing tino rangatiratanga. But does that, according to David Seymour, tino rangatiratanga, he says what you're saying applies to everybody. Well, the truth of the matter is, if you look at any part of Māori, any part of New Zealand, there are distinctive rights that hapu and Māori have. 
There are remarkable expressions of long-standing rights, for example, landlocked land. So Māori rights, in terms of an expression of rangatiratanga, have their own character and own uniqueness. Which is interesting. So that's the sphere, the domain you're saying tino rangatiratanga would apply to. It doesn't apply to in other areas, into, into governance. Uh, you make a very good point. I'm a great... Um, supporter of the democratic will. Of course we've got our Māori seats in Parliament, but rangatiratanga for me goes back to those local Māori communities and what rights they have and ensuring that they can exercise, they can exercise influence and actually recover qualities that have gone, whether it's from landscape or marine environment. Um, How do you reconcile that though with David Seymour, a member of your coalition government who argues that that gives Māori special rights and that that's a privilege and they shouldn't have that. It should be all, everyone should have equal rights. I mean, how, how do you reconcile Well, that? the Prime Minister said we're going to respect the existing Treaty of Waitangi settlements, Coram, and those settlements, whether you and I like it, already affect the transfer to hapu and iwi, such as Ngaitahu and other tribes, of distinctive rights. There's no way Winston Peters and I are going to suddenly... Um, disfigure or dismember those existing Treaty of Waitangi settlements and they do contain rights that have a distinctive character. They were agreed to over the last decades. That's not our focus of attention. Okay, Uh, finally, do you see a way in which there can be a constitutional debate? Let's say the Treaty Principles Bill is highly contentious and controversial. Is there a way separate to that where there could be a constitutional debate that would satisfy everybody? Well the challenge is to ensure that the discussion and the way forward is not juvenile but mature. Now I know that from a lot of the uh, hapu uh, advocates they fear that their interests are being squashed but I say don't catastrophize this. This is one part of the government's kaupapa, one part of the government's program. The bill has our support to go into the Parliament through the Select Committee. It'll be deluged, no doubt, with submissions, but our coalition agreement makes no promises after no, that. No, and you actually said on the record you weren't going to support it, and then you changed your mind, didn't you? Well, it was pointed out to me that uh, that view of mine has to be taken to our caucus. The caucus will make the call, That's but we really have think. no coalition commitment beyond that um, experience at the Select Committee. Shane Jones, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much. New Zealand First Deputy uh, Leader.